Where's that dust coming from? Still finding debris after vacuuming? Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has 8,000 PA of powerful suction to remove debris deep in carpets. And it's totally hands-free. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Hello and welcome to The Midpoint. I'm delighted to say that uh, no expense spared for this special Christmas episode in between Christmas and New Year episode. We'll call it um, Chrissier. Chrissier or uh, Numus? Numus. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Kenny's back. Yeah, Kenny's back. Hello, Kenny. Hi, Gabby. Now, for transparency, we should just say that we're recording this just before Christmas. Yeah. Because actually, the thing about... Nobody s- watched Jim well, Christmas. except me. Because <laughs> I was about to say, the thing about the jobs that you used to do and the mm. one that I do is that sport happens whenever people are having their downtime. That applies throughout the whole year. So like Saturdays, evenings. And of course, at Christmas, there's a very heavy football schedule. So I will be working Boxing Day and I'll be working on the 28th doing live Premier League matches. You'll be holding the fort at home in those times. I'll be cleaning the mess up that you left on Christmas and New Year. <laughs> that is one of the great joys of getting yeah, up early on Boxing Day to work. But I thought we'd have a little kind of trip down memory lane from previous Christmases. I've worked out we've spent 24 Christmases together. Is that right? Yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> That's like half my life almost. Yeah, it is. Yeah, well done. And I thought we'd relive some of those classic presents, those classic moments from Christmas's past. Some good ones, aren't there? Now, some of the traditions will have been already, like the Christmas Eve thing. We like to do adults' presents on Christmas Eve, kids' presents on Christmas morning. Um, and we're quite traditional about the food that we have on Christmas Day. Very traditional. I make a beautiful... Well, <laughs> you make a beautiful mess. <laughs> I do all the cooking. You, you have, love it. You love the cooking. You, you love the stress. And you start going, oh, nobody's helping me. And you go, get away, get away. And like, you can't help. So like, Lois just goes, oh, she's off. Right. No, Lois, Lois is going to help Lois says she's going to help you this yeah, year. Yeah, she is. Ruben definitely won't help you. He'll um, help you clean up by eating everything. And I've taken to ordering. I've got a friend who gets this delivery of fresh seafood every year from Dorset or somewhere. And So he says. <laughs> so he says. I reckon he just goes around, wait, Sends us picking up all the oysters and goes, like, these are from Dorset. And he, and he gets these oysters. And so I've taken to kind of ordering a few oysters from him, a few dozen. Remember the first year you bought 100? By accident. You bought 100 by accident. Yeah. And she got to open them all. I said, there's 100. She got oh, everybody will have five each. And, and, and oh my God. Ever, the horniest ever. house ever. <laughs> Anybody's ever opened an oyster, you've got to shook them. So you have yeah. special and I stabbed myself. Knife. I know you didn't have a shooking knife. I had a ski glove <laughs> and a knife from outside, which was more like a a long screwdriver. Stabbed, stabbed myself about <laughs> ten times. Um, so we'll, hand, we'll, we'll my, hand, that. my arm was in a sling <laughs> for the whole of Christmas. We've had we've had uh, we've had blood on Christmas Day. Um, it is stressful that meal. Blood though, and ice but is quite nice. The great thing about the Christmas lunch is that it lasts for a few days afterwards, and that I think the kids enjoy Boxing Day. I love food. I love bubbling. I more, love the next day when you more put than it all enjoy. together. Yeah, the bubbling screw. I love it. It's one of the on a pan. Well, I'm away. Day working. four. It's like, I need to throw this out now. I'm bored of it. <laughs> I'm bored of turkey. But I do like it. I do kind of overorder on the turkey. If there's 10 of us, I order for 12 to 14 and, and mm. so on. Uh, actually, speaking of turkeys, hopefully this year the oven will work properly. Do you remember the time that... Um, the turkey wouldn't fit in. 
No, the it's time. Well, that you kicked it in. That was another mistake. You got turkey was far too big, remember? Yes, and I it do. didn't fit in. Well, we kind of squeezed it. We have to get a chainsaw and, and cut then, it. And then, do you remember the time that we only discovered that half the oven wasn't working on yeah, Christmas Day? That was a disaster. Because the, the end of the oven that was working was the bit that I could see when I opened the door, and the turkey looked great. The back end of it was completely yeah. white and uncooked. <laughs> so it half turkey. And your mum went mental. She didn't like not having turkey mm. on Christmas Day. Luckily, I had some beef in. But presents, like I've got, I'm sitting here. Can I just talk about the tradition that we we did this because the kids. You know, when your kids are young, they always get so many little presents. There's so many things to, like, when especially they're really young, like four mm. or five, there's so many people giving presents. And we had so many presents. Like, I'm not, even, I'm not, but we all know it's like, yeah, yeah. Got, uh, was, there's always too much. There's always too much for kids when they're young. Christmas is generally Actually, too just, much. you just need to give them wrapping paper. Yeah. Because that's all the Well, that's more like with. a two and three. Yeah. yeah. But um, we did that tradition. It was my, actually my idea. Let's do it the night before and let's sit and have a glass of wine and we all sit and have a presence. We all go around the presents and we discuss them. And that's where we started finding really bad presents because you just open the present and go, this is terrible. We actually had to discuss the present. So your mum's presents, oh my God, some of your mum's presents have been brilliant. Well, she had a habit of buying you dressing gowns for both your birthday and Christmas. I had a large, <laughs> medium, extra large for two years in a row. Yeah, for both Christmas and... Yeah, so I had to, I said, oh, I think Kenny's got enough dressing gowns now. <laughs> and then what did she do? The following Christmas, she thought, she clearly thought, well, sod you, Kenny Logan. And she arrived for Christmas. She was staying with us when we oh. went to London. And there was this thing that was wrapped up and I knew what it was from the wrapping and she bought you a unicycle. Unicycle. I mean... <laughs> I know I'm a clown, and I've still got it. I've still got. I'm gonna. I've Have still, you still got the I've unicycle? Got, I might wrap it up this year for her. No, I don't think you should do that. She's seven. Represent. I might she, just stick it in eBay. She, it's quite yeah, a good one. It was good. It was a very quite, good unicycle. Yeah. yeah, that was a funny Christmas. Wasn't that was the first he, Christmas actually that my dad and mum, who were divorced, kind of came back together and yeah, stayed with us. That was they? a really nice. One. And that was very funny. <laughs> it was very funny. And watching them. She's a nightmare. He's a nightmare. <laughs> well, let's just have nice time. Opened up presents that they'd sent each other as a, as divorced no, people. Yeah. She sent her the dressing gown. Remember? She bought him a dressing gown. <laughs> him a dressing gown. <laughs> she must have been in a row. dressing gown supply. Uh, so I'm th- harking back though. Hark is a good Christmas word. I'm going to go back to the Christmas that we were pre-children. You were playing rugby. So as I said before, you'd have been playing on Boxing Day probably. And we didn't always go up north to our families then because you were playing. So yeah. we sometimes had Christmases with other... We once went to Kirsty Gallagher's family. Oh, that was funny. Didn't we? And one time we even did, did a... Two years in a row. Actually. We did a crisis, crisis Christmas. Yeah, Christmas. We? we went and worked in the crisis centres, which I had to take somebody to hospital, remember, who had... Um, TB. TB. And they were a bit nervous with me taking them. I was like, no, let's take them. No, I don't think you should be in the van with them. I went, no, let's take them. So... Yeah, just as the windows open, they said, didn't they? Um, which was a, an extraordinary experience. But I'm thinking, I think it might have been that Christmas where, because I think we were opening presents on our own, where Christmas Eve we decided to go to Midnight Mass. Yeah. And we said we'd open one present before we went. That's right, yeah. And you said, pick any present. And I opened up. And I think this is a real no-no for any man, <laughs> by the way. You should not buy any kitchen utensils ever for your wife at Christmas yeah, you're always expressly saying, asked you're me. always saying your knives were blunt I was always saying my knives were for cooking were blunt and you bought me some knives mm. right which by itself okay, along with well so <laughs> then we come back from church and we have a glass of champagne and we decide to open another present yeah. and I tell her open this one and he said open this one and I opened this box and it was from Ojon Provocteur and I thought oh wow some lovely underwear <sighs> nipple tassels protectors 
No, they were like sequined things with, with little tassels off them. The kind of thing that the old-fashioned strippers, like, you know, used to kind of like... And so as I'd opened the knives and that, I said I could be a circus act and you could, I could be point. on those spinning wheels yeah. with the nipple tassels and you could be throwing... I took the wheel out at the time because I don't know what you were much. thinking. I mean, you did buy me some other useful things, but there was extraordinary... You must have been... I, went, I bought you underwear and the lady said, do you think she would like some nipple tassels? I went, I think she'd love them. <laughs> I think she was flirting with me, actually. So I thought just, she could have given me any that. And of course, nobody can take nipple tassels back. Did you? No. Did you still got them? <laughs> I think I have. Well, they're just so expensive looking. What like... about the time? What about the time you came down when my mum was there? And, oh, my God. Dressed you... as Mrs. Claus. Yeah, and the shortest skirt ever. I mean, I'm sorry, but... Like you needed in the bull tackles. We decided we decided dress to dress up on Christmas. And my mum's eyes almost popped out her head. I went to Anne Summers and bought a Mrs. Claus. Outfit. Jesus. <laughs> my mum's eyes were like, oh my God. It was quite early on. Well, what do you mean early on in the relationship? Oh, yeah. No, we had kids. We had kids. Did we, we have kids? We yeah, just try to liven it up. London, you try to liven it up with my no, mum there. No, it's because it was Christmas Eve. It was all fun. I think the kids had gone to bed. I don't think... I obviously couldn't tell oh, the kids that I was funny. Mrs. Claus. That, that would have funny. ruined everything for them. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just a bit just a bit of fun. Definitely haven't got that outfit still. I don't my know mum what used to give me bad presents. My mum once... So when I was when I was growing up on the farm, my dad was a was a farmer. See, he was. He was a bit like me. He worked all the time. Didn't no, he worked really all the time. Not like you know, off and on. He worked like four o'clock every morning. So Christmas, and he'd come in. So sometimes we just open the presents. We come in from the nightclub with my mum in her bed, so we could get a long. Lap. Sorry. Yeah, we come in. Well, maybe not a nightclub. The nightclub. There was only one in Stirling. I'm telling. Yeah, we come out. Um, Rainbow Rocks. Called? Rainbow Rocks. Rainbow Rocks. That's a good name. What is it? Rocks. Good, okay. good nightclub and um, we'd come in we'd open the presents for a, long, a bit of a longer lie but my mum once bought me a red leather tie and I said mum it's time tie. you stop buying that's quite Cliff Richard I thought you'd like it I went no that's quite no Cliff I don't Richard like it. That, isn't it and we didn't get loads of presents either no. we got one or two presents I mean now it's ridiculous when you think about it yeah presents. so and this year which is worrying let me just tell you she said to me what shoe size are you I said mum <laughs> I'm not telling you why why I said don't buy me shoes. She went, okay, what's your waist size? But mum, no waist size. And she went, what about a jersey? I went, if it's a cashmere. <laughs> I said, no jerseys. And I'm a large if it's a cashmere. No jerseys. Um, no no I, jerseys that go up in flames. I love how she's asking you your um, your shoe size when she's she's been your mum for 51 years. Yeah, but my shoes are at my feet. are a bit bigger now. It's because they're swelling are up. They, are they? Are Nine and a half a little bit. Um, oh, that's... I did tell you that a couple of weeks ago. Oh, okay. I don't think you did. I did. Um, I did. Okay. Remember, Ruben? Oh, this could be awkward. Let's discuss some size front with you, by the way, while we're on sizes. What about the jeans you're at for me? They get these jeans, and she goes, I think you really like these. And I look at them, I thought, I can't even get my ankle in the jeans. I'd accidentally wrapped a pair that I bought myself. She wrapped her own <laughs> jeans for me. The place and then I, you tried to say, oh, get new ones. The I place thought, I, I like ordered you clothes from, I'd also snuck a little pair of jeans in the basket for myself. And then, what were those other treasures you bought? Me? And then I bought you this. I thought, oh, you'd, you'd had a really gorgeous coat nicked from a nightclub, hadn't you? And I yeah. tried to replace it. Gorgeous Gucci. And I spent a bit of money on this coat. I'd gone to Burberry and bought this coat. And then it had matching trousers. And I thought, well, oh, that my looked really God. chic. And Kenny, when he played rugby, had enormous thighs. I mean, they've shrunk, no, we're talking. They've shrunk a bit now. But um, these trousers, you put them on, you look like Rudolph Nuria. <laughs> I mean, it was, they were literally like ballet tights. You looked obscene. And my mum's going, I think they could be nice. I think they could, could work. Because my mum's trying to think everything's nice, right? My mum is, like, she's 92 this year. She's still fit as a fiddle. And she's been she's at every... blind she's been at, for Christmas. She's been at every Christmas. Your mum's missed about three Christmases in yeah, three years. Christmases, yeah, three Christmases, because she wasn't invited. <laughs> That's not true. So, so obviously, 
everybody has their family traditions, yeah. you know, and the food, the... Um, pajamas. The pajamas. Um, I've always liked everybody to have new pajamas on Christmas Eve. Yeah. So that's my kind of... You episode. forgot me one year, didn't you? No, last year what happened was, I really made... Oh, my... No. So I decided to get everybody, so Kenny's mum, my mum, everybody, so the women were going to be in matching pajamas, and I thought, we're not going to do Christmassy ones, we're going to just have ones that everybody wants to wear all year round. Yeah. So I bought these gorgeous ones, I've been to Selfridges and got these gorgeous kind of Harlequin looking ones. Fresh from my mum. And, um, and they were, they had short ones and then they had long trousers. Yeah. So of course, your mum being 91 as she was at the time, I bought her the long trouser ones, only I didn't. I accidentally <laughs> bought her these tiny little silky boxer shorts. <laughs> so she could, so I had to, Lois had to give up hers <laughs> so she could wear the oh silky boxer God. shorts. And then I accidentally, somehow I bought yours and then left them on the counter in the shop. Yeah. And so you She's not very good at Christmas. I, I, I just, I'm joking. I think what we're illustrating here, and a lot of women listening to this will know, there are, say there are 700 jobs pertaining to Christmas. Oh, you do 700. 685 of them are my jobs. <laughs> all the cooking, you all the love it. You love it. Um, we still do cards. Yeah, we still do We've cards. We've done cards. We do 150 cards every year. I feel bad about anybody listening to this who hasn't got one who knows us what we're going. They still send cards. Um, yeah. We've got a friend's sister. Uh, it's a kind of stepsister. Is a brilliant artist and she's done pictures of us um, in comedy kind of situations yeah. for about You always look good for some years. reason and I look like a chump. So we've this year they forgot to put my legs on me <laughs> and the skinny legs they've just done a cycle they should be big my legs I look skinny. Um, she, no, but she's, she, it's a caricature. Oh yeah. Caricature. Why do you look so good? You look so glamorous. Because I buy the cards yeah, and, and you I, go, change, <laughs> I order change, the cards. Change, change, change the way I look. Yeah, change that. Kenny, I just Ken, leave her, Kenny as he is. He looks stupid. I just sent her a photo. I said just copy this. On my arms as a photograph. Um, we haven't mentioned the time that you put petals down the staircase. Oh, that was very romantic. It was a three-storey kind of townhouse, wasn't it? And you put petals all the way down the staircase from the bedroom and they led into... Um, he'd written, I love you in petals. And the I was a black Yamaha guitar because uh, I'd mentioned I'd like to learn the guitar. That was very... Yeah. But then you... It was amazing and that would have been enough. And then you ruined oh. it by delivering yeah. me the most disgusting painting, painting. of all time. Yeah. And do you know the biggest problem with that painting? I thought I'd get you something else and I took... Peter Scrivener. Why? With a, who's got no taste. Got no eye. No eye. And he goes, I think she really like that. And I didn't like it. I knew I didn't like it at all. And he just talked me into it, talked me into it. And then I bought it. It looked like a tree yeah. that had got tiles on it and been filled with grout. It was disgusting. It was terrible. And, uh, we took it back, though. We did take it back. I can't yeah. believe you took it back. Um, I said, you can have that. <laughs> I'm not giving you money. Back. We got a nice painting in return for that. We did, yeah. uh, But um, that was a very romantic one. And then the time that you bought me rollerblades, remember? Yeah. And that was quite an unusual... Well, let's try and get rid of you. <laughs> uh, yeah. What have you bought me which is romantic? Uh, that's like, seriously, what? Hang on. If I, don't, don't, uh, 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 no, uh, do you remember uh, the time that you put on a piece of paper something like two first class flights to New York? And th I've still never been. You've never asked me. Give me some dates. <laughs> that was lastminute.com. You, you, you just write anything on a piece of paper and put yeah. it in an envelope. Just, just for all you guys time. out there, if you're struggling last minute, just get a nice picture of Vegas or something like that. And just put two tri trip to Vegas or a trip to something. Something like that. It's, it's, it's a win. It's a win. <laughs> So, um, yeah, it was, I think the traditions for me are very comforting and very important. And yeah. kind of, I think also our kids, even though they're 18 now, they really like those. Yeah, Ruben and Lois love it, yeah. I said to them this year. Ruben's a big Christmas man. He oh, loves he loves Christmas. it, he loves it. He, he doesn't like the music coming on too early. No, he likes it. He got in the it. car and it was the Zen with the first event. You know what time it is? That, uh, Dad, I went, yeah, my mum's birthday. But no, that too, it's Christmas. 
banging Christmas tunes on all the way to Northampton. Tell me what to come at Oxford. I was like, can we change the tunes? <laughs> I'll tell you what the difference is this year, though. He is, uh, by now, he'll be back in Northampton because he has to go back to work on Boxing Day morning because he's a sports person. And that, I think, is going to be psychologically tough for him mm. because I think in his head, a lot of his friends are coming home from uni and having weeks at yeah. home and he's going to get a couple of days off, which is which is hard when you're that age, when you're 18 and you're kind of like a Boxing Day morning. And also to used work. to this time of year being off for two weeks, school. You know? Yeah, well, his whole life before now has been predicated by terms, yeah. term times, and there is no term time. There is no kind of, you get a big holiday now. Um, and as I say, a lot of his friends coming back have got these kind of like war stories of uni and stuff. Real life. For three weeks. And um, yeah, so, um, and you kind of cling on to these, these Christmases because you just don't know, do you, when they're going to want a Christmas with their partners, you know, which, wow. which will... Sam? Although yesterday, Lois and Cam and I, that's Lois's boyfriend, we were having a chat about... We went to see a, a lovely play last night, Little Big Things, the story of Henry Fraser. Yeah, and we were having a chat about Christmas traditions and he's South African and he's never had turkey. So no, no. He said they just they just don't have. What do they have? They just don't. He said gammon, and gammon. Lois said because they met at school. Lois said that's what we used to have on Thursdays at school. Did you think it was Christmas every Thursday? <laughs> <laughs> and um, and they just he said they just have like a smorgasbord of whatever's in the in the house that's or weird. some that's treats and oh, right. they don't really do like a kind of um and and, and the funny thing was he said I it doesn't feel Christmassy to me because it's not hot. Because, of course, he's used to Christmases where, you know, they're oh, yeah, on course, the beach yeah. and stuff. He said, this isn't Christmas, it's not hot enough. Oh, um, yeah, so at some point they'll go off to partners, maybe. Or I know, that's going to be quite... And then what if we're not invited? Like, we've always invited your mum, because as an insurance policy, and my mum, so that yeah. we get invited to our kids' parents. Yeah, no. <laughs> I think, for me, because my Christmas is a little bit disjointed because I'm a farm and my dad's working and all that sort of stuff. It was, we did have lunch, obviously, at Christmas, but it wasn't, it was a Christmas lunch, but it was very quick. My dad was, and now I didn't, you'd end up going out helping your dad because your dad was working, so you felt that like you wanted to help him so he could finish 10, 15 minutes earlier at night. Mm. So you go and end up working. And so it was different. So now, obviously, I, I think, you know, I love this sort of everybody together and, and, you know, obviously they'll, they'll meet families and, you know, they'll have their boyfriends, girlfriends, whatever. And then they'll have kids. I always want them to come home, but you can't. It's hard because they've, they've, they've their wives have want the same. Yeah. So I'll have to do a massive party. Yeah, it's um, in our house. It's quite a traditional kind of. I think looking Christmas, isn't it? In terms, there's nothing too quirky about any of our. No, you like your lights. You like your trees getting up. I love the trees going up. You love the decorations. Yeah. 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 It's funny, you put the decorations up and you think, this is great. And when you take them down, you go, oh, thank God that's all right. <laughs> it's just, you know what I mean? I'm not sick of them yet, though. I, don't, at all. I was seeing on the uh, Five Live, people put it up in like October, yeah, September. That's, that's hard. Some people keep it up all year round. And then just turn the lights off. Yeah. <laughs> is that, lazy. Should we do that? No. <laughs> we shall not be doing that. But I think the best part of Christmas is people. Bring, bring people together and having having those kind of special moments but not of course not everybody can do that and it doesn't always work out for people and some people just want to ignore Christmas completely because we've discussed it on the podcast with Julia Samuel there might be a tragedy that has you know made Happy that Christmas ha really hard or they might have lost somebody very you know very close imagine to them, if it's your birthday one of the girls that worked for us Georgie her birthday is on Christmas day I think Carol Vorderman's birthday is Christmas I mean, day that's, just that's what she's called I think I'd lie about my kid's birthday I'd say oh, I was January 28th. You can't just make it a month later. No, I would, I would, or a month earlier, just so they got a little bit extra. So they got. To... It's hard. I think it is hard if your birthday is anywhere from kind of the fifteenth of December to yeah. the fifteenth of January. People go, "Here's your, here's your birthday, Christmas." Birthday. My mum's on the first of December. It's not bad. She just gets away with it. She, gets she just gets. It. She just gets. Ninety three this year. <laughs> 
We always add a year on to Kenny's mum's age by accident, uh, like she needs that. And I think also we're talking about kind of working through Christmas and being busy in that period. What I like when I do have some days off, which will happen from about the 29th, is um, I know this is really sad. I've already got in my mind which one I'm going to do. There's one cupboard or one drawer I like to attack between oh, Christmas and New Year. Because when you've got that kind, of, you just put like a movie on in the background, left? and you just kind of go, "Oh, that cupboard's sh- been bothering me. I've got a day off today." What cupboard is it? Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to tell you yet. I'm not going to tell I've you. I've got yet. a funny feeling. Um, there's not many dirty cupboards around here. I, I just like that kind of. It's really cathartic. You have something on. The I've background. got an idea on that same day. Have you watched? I'm playing golf. <laughs> Where's that dust coming from? Still finding debris after vacuuming? Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has 8,000 PA of powerful suction to remove debris deep in carpets. And it's totally hands-free. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Okay, New Year, New Year, because this is a period of time now where people are thinking about the New Year. New You, New Year, all those things. I've never really been one for massive New Year's resolutions because I always think, like, if I want to change something in June, I'm not going to wait until Christmas time to do it, mm. right? I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it now if there's something I feel like I'm not doing right health-wise or I want to change something exercise-wise. Or, um, so I've always kind of felt it's like... It's quite a nice marker and go, right? This it is, is a marker, though, that's what I'm about And you have say. a bit of time to talk to each other because you've had that, not because you're busy over Christmas, but... Families have that Christmas, they talk, they discuss, your mind goes into a different mm. mindset. My mum has got this tradition she yeah. loves with her I girlfriends. was talking about it. No, I'll just come back to you no, on it, though. Um, my mum has this tradition you where... You rude to cut across people? <laughs> where she, um, her girlfriends, they all write things that they want to do in the following year and then they review them the year after yeah. and they open them up it's again. Like a committee meeting. Um, yeah. So going back to what you were saying and having the discussions together. Sorry, I forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's a problem with you. Um, if I give you three seconds, we'll go. So the um, the New Year's resolutions we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, so I think you, you, families have a period of time where they have 10 days for being together and their minds sort of drift into a different um, place. Mm. They're not as stressed. stressed and they're sort of thinking about what's happening now. They start thinking about what do I want and, you know, that that's why, you know, people do lose of fitness stuff in January. Mm. You know, because of... Think, right, but also, fit, I'm going to do something. even if you're really healthy and you try really hard, it's just a period of excess, isn't it? You just can't yeah. kind of like... I mean, December's a, you know, a right off health. Christmas parties. <laughs> you have been this year to a record number of lunches, I would say. The week yeah, but I've not had much alcohol. been quite good. No, you have. You've been, you've been driving to quite a lot, yeah. haven't you? So, so far you haven't got the Christmas bloke, because you do generally, don't oh, you? Yeah, put away on terrible. it. It wasn't that so much, you, you, you kind of had this, like I call it salty look, didn't you? You had this salty look. Uh, hammered. You kind of looked. I always say to Ruben when I think he's like, he's kind of, I think a bit salty today. Mm. And he goes, I know what that means, Mum. She says it every day. I know, I know what that means. He's salty today. <laughs> no, I'm not salty. Um, so, uh, have you got any New Year's resolutions then? Obviously, I'm going to be doing Doddy, Gabby. 
which starts in January. And what are you going to do for Doddy? Because it's um, do any well, physical Well, my movement. mate Robbie, best man Robbie, you know the guy. Your best went, man, I know Robbie very yeah, well. And Leslie. Uh, he always is like cycle to, he's going to cycle from Scotland down to... So just to be clear, you do this statically? Statically. So it's called Doddy Aid. It's all in name for my name's Doddy Foundation for M&D. And you, you sign up to the app Doddy Aid. You pay £20, you get a cool snood, you pick a team and you pick a challenge. So the teams are um, regional, so they're to do with England and Scotland and, yeah. and and they compete against each other and they try and collect miles. And these miles can be accrued through rowing, running, cycling, anything. Horse riding, golfing, you name it. So I'm going to do that. And he said, let's do 500 miles. So you cycle to my house, I'll cycle to yours. Mm-hmm. So that's a week. So on the bike. That'll take st- a week. On the, st- <laughs> on the bike, on the static bike. So yeah. I might do a bit longer than that. I might try, maybe if you should try and do two or three hundred miles a week. I wouldn't, you know week. what? 30 miles is going to be like an hour or so for you on a static bike, maybe yeah. an hour and 20. Yeah, maybe, yeah. So I don't think you will get it done in a week because you'll, be, you'll get busy and you won't do it. Yeah, anyway. that's so true. that's quite good. Have a good goal. Have a good goal. Have a good goal. It's a good goal. It's good something to do. And also, it's quite nice community. Start chatting to them about how much miles, you know, it's just nice. It's good. Okay, so that you're going to do that. Fun. That'll be January. And then... Uh, I'm just going to try and keep my focus business-wise and just have a big year. Okay. There you go. They're going to work hard next year. Yeah, I work hard. You always you? work hard, though, so exactly. that's not... Just keep doing what I'm doing. You're just going to keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> if it's not broken, don't wreck it. I'm, no. I have a very what specific are you going to do, Gavin? One. I'm going to read more. I'm really... Oh, you, uh, say this, that, you say that No, no, year. but this You year. say that to me. I'm not going to watch these document, these um, dramas... <laughs> And then you sit down and go, this is really good. And then you never read. But this year I am. And actually last night, it was lovely on Why the way. Why do you not read when you're, when you're travelling? It's really hard in the back of a car. When Plain. you finish a programme, like the other night, I came back at midnight and it's really hard to read at midnight in the back of a car. I it's mean, hard it's, to read, it makes you feel sick. It's, it, well, it's just you, just, you need your brain to go somewhere else at that point. But I did read. So you love reading. I would, li- I would love to love reading. Well, it was very hard when you've got... Yeah, I've been dyslexic. dyslexic but, you know, even though I can read better now, I just, I never found it, I'm not finding it enjoyable. I find it tasking. Well, tasking. Um, is that a word? Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, yeah. Challenging. Is, is that a um, if you, Challenging if is a you, good one. If you um, do audiobooks, though, I think that's really, you know. Good. Yeah, and no, audiobooks are good, yeah. yeah. Podcasts. Um, yeah, I want to I want to read more. Um, that's my main goal. Okay, that's anything else? Anything else? And just kind of all that, like you said, you know, kind of just keep up the good practices that you have in your life with yeah. regards to health and fitness and eating well and all those things. So New Year, we we um, I quite like New Year, being Scottish, you know. Yeah, it's a big one for you. Um, I like New Year, I like Hugman Day, I like sort of. And I think the other thing about because my we all build up to New Year as a business. It's a year end, so it's always like next year. Let's go. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's always quite a, it's a nice start. Yeah. Do you visualise the year turning? I kind of have it like as an end and then it starts again. And yeah, no, totally, like, totally. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm excited about next year. I'm looking forward to what's coming. Who knows what's coming around the corner, but I'm looking forward to it. And as you say, you're Scottish, so Hogmanay, New Year, all Brilliant. of that is. And the traditions of that are first footing. Yeah, first footing. Yeah. Explain first footing. So first footing means as soon as it turns 12, you go to somebody's house with a, a bottle so you'd walk into somebody's house with a bottle. Even random people knock on the door and just have a glass of whiskey or, or a beer and just walk off. And you're the first in the house. first in their house. But you, know, you know, so we... But you had a farmhouse in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, so I had, so to, had get car, <laughs> to get a taxi. <laughs> I actually frustrated myself. <laughs> uh, do you remember Millennium? We wanted to be in Scotland. And oh, we we sat, sat on top of a hill, didn't we? Overlooking. Um, um, sat on top of the uh, edge of the Mayot and watched the fireworks over the Wallace Monument, which was amazing. Yeah, that was very cool. Any other Scottish traditions for Hogmanay? Because I feel like you guys... Well, obviously, you almost bit... love New Year more than Christmas, don't you, in Scotland? 
Yeah, I would say I would say I like New Year. I've I've learned no, I, I like Christmas has become a lot more exciting than it used to. That's because you live in the south. Right? Yeah, but I, I think New Year's big. New Year's big for Hogmanay. There's a real celebration. The kilts are on. The tartans on. Everybody's. Pumped, ready to go for the year. We should do a Scottish New Year soon, actually. We haven't done one for a while, have we? Yeah, we should do one. Maybe next year we'll Tom. arrange something and get up and do yeah. a proper... And Scotland. Do you remember that one? We we pushed the boat out and we, we were going to Glen Eagles, which was where we got married in Scotland. We yeah. took the kids with us. They were four. Really We'd booked one. the big gala dinner, yeah. right? And the kids had all their tartan and I had a really great dress and you had your tartan. And then I got food poisoning. You were so ill. Um, on the day and I was so ill and I thought, no, we've paid a lot for this dinner. <laughs> I got my dress on put my makeup on and I walked down the corridor and I just looked at you and I said, I can't even stand up. So, so just, we did one picture <laughs> together. One of the best New Year's ever. <laughs> <laughs> so I left you with Robbie and the aforementioned Robbie, Robbie and Leslie, Leslie yeah. and, and had to go <clears> back to bed. And it was so tragic. I was lying in bed and all I could hear were fireworks and pipes and people having a great time and everybody dancing and doing reels and everything. Yeah. And I was just lying in bed feeling very sorry for myself. It's the worst time of year and it is a time of year people do it, but to pick up something. I really feel for people oh, who are yeah. lying in bed right now listening to this who've, you know, succumbed to some kind of stomach bug or flu or whatever, because it's it's absolutely Was it last year awful. COVID? Oh, can we, before we go, let's just do the COVID Christmas. So um, it was the second lockdown Christmas. So it was 21. 21. And you got COVID about four days before, but you had absolutely no symptoms, not before nor during when you were actually supposedly with COVID, did you? So, I mean, you literally just felt a tiny bit tired. We were testing like Billy, hoping it would just disappear, but it was clear. We gave your mum the option, you know, you don't have to come down if you don't want to, because she would have been like 90, 89, whatever at the time. And she wanted to come down, but she still didn't get in her head really that you had COVID. So she kind of expected you to be around and we'd put Kenny in a part of the house that he could be self-contained. And there's a little room we call Ruben's room, which is like a little snug. And um, that was where you were going to spend most of your Christmas, sat in there. To be honest with you, when I got my head right, I'll tell you what I didn't like. I didn't like sleeping in a different room and not, like, I was cut off from everybody. I didn't like that. But, but during the day, when I sat in, in the, where the TV room is, I sat in there, Christmas Day, so this is what happened. This is Gabby. And then she does this, throws down the plate because she's on her own. Cause, oh, because I just went to the, excuse me, um, Tesco's, can you give me COVID, please, just for between Christmas and New Year, really just to piss my wife off. So anyway, and you just threw it down. And I went, because I was no, doing there's no everything. Need, yeah, there's no need for that. And she went, oh, and then she was really in one of those moods, angry moods, until she sits down and went, isn't this lovely? <laughs> right? So anyway, I sit there and they're all having Christmas in the, Take a step back slightly. You're in one part of the house, which means you're isolated. Yes. I'm cooking all day on my own, having prepared everything on my own. Hang on. Uh, Yeah, but I'm doing clearing, I'm doing everything. We have Christmas lunch in the dining room. Um, You came and stood outside the window and just waved at us, and your mum was so upset. Ruben wouldn't let you even in the room because he he said that um, if he got COVID, his girlfriend, who was on holiday at the time, wouldn't be allowed to come and stay with him, and he was desperate to see his girlfriend. And then you went back into your little room, but unbeknown to us, which transpired after Christmas, we've got a kind of little wine cellar that's just near the dining room, and you were sneaking into the house Mm. And nicking wine bottles. Yeah. Uh, we didn't. So by, by the time you finished Christmas lunch, you'd had two bottles of red no, wine. No, I didn't have two bottles. <laughs> but I had one really nice bottle. I thought I'll save this for a nice occasion, my occasion. So I sat down with a nice tumbler of red wine and a fantastic Christmas lunch. And I watched a massive. I watched uh, Arcos 
of the Narcos. Narcos, sorry, Narcos. Narcos. I watched that for about five hours, and actually, really nice. You actually Christmas. had a great Christmas. I had a really nice Christmas. It was uh, that was really. Hey, good. sweetheart, the plates are finished. Close the door. Plates. <laughs> Uh, that wasn't that wasn't the best. It smashed the that plan. wasn't the best Christmas no. that, you know the best Christmases and they're not here this year with us sadly um, because they're they're up up north but when my brother's kids are little um, and, and when, when sister was over, uh, and year, when my sister good. was here when we had uh, Mila and, uh, and Mila's only about five years younger than Reuben and Lois four years younger but still that, that difference of having little children around and Phoenix and Paloma and seeing all the little toys again nephew. yeah and you did that fan- oh I shouldn't say it on here in case Phoenix listens but you did that fantastic thing remember they won't listen to this. Well, they do. We set, You're lying. We set the video up and we said to Phoenix, look, Phoenix, I'm going to set the video up here, the phone. I'm going to watch him coming in. And I think this is where he's going to come in. I'm just going to film it. So I'm going to come down the chimney. It's a really tight chimney. And so, we, look, if he, if he comes, he comes. Anyway, in the morning... Did, the I, not run, did I not run past the window? Yeah, but that, this, that's another year. Oh, yeah. um, as dressed as Father Christmas. But you, um, we videoed you kind of pretending to fall out of the chimney... But we never saw your face, obviously, just the back of you. Do you not remember this? Yeah, I do remember. And then in the morning, Phoenix and the carrots said, and I spilled the milk. Yeah, yeah, you spilled the milk yeah. and everything on the floor. And then um, in the morning, Phoenix ran through and he got the film, the video, the phone, and he went, "Andy Gabby, he's been." And and he just watched that film about yeah. twenty five times. And they did. Did they not see? It? Is that not Kenny's? No, they didn't. Kenny's <laughs> shoes are gone. <laughs> Um, that was lovely that was lovely so I miss, I miss having small, yeah, it's small, small people around it is, it's so much fun well it's been a lovely build up to Christmas so mm-hmm. far so hopefully by the time you're listening to this we'll have had a, another tradition filled Christmas day and uh, without Kenny fingers crossed uh, cutting his hand hopefully I get or... another dressing gown <laughs> Uh, well, have a wonderful, wonderful 2024 and I hope you are happy, healthy and this is to everybody, not just to you, Kenny and have a, a brilliant, brilliant year and lots and lots of love from us. Thank you for listening yeah. for a year. Th- yeah, everybody. thank you for, for listening to and supporting and supporting Gabby's podcast. Oh, well. well it's not our podcast. podcast. No, it's my podcast. You don't even make me a coffee in the morning. Yeah, I did. I'd made you that. You did, only because I said to you, Everybody else that comes to do a podcast, do you make a cup of coffee, make them feel welcome. You're shouting at me going, come on, come into the podcast room. <laughs> well, you were late. Uh, All right. Uh, you're listening that to John Bishop. Oh, sorry, John. Oh, sorry, John. <laughs> John was the first ever mid He was, guess. wasn't he? Yeah, so that's a bit of a circularity. I like that. Uh, hopefully you're not the last. <laughs> Thank you so much uh, for listening and we will see you in 2024. Happy New Year. Oh, you had to get the last word in, didn't you? Bye. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.